Okay, so this is episode three, and starting this episode off, I'm just going to do a little recap of episode two. So in episode two, Joseph meets a boy named Marcus, and Marcus is on a journey looking for his dog, and Marcus just happens to know where Joseph's uncle lives, so they make a promise to help each other out. Joseph will help Marcus find his dog, and Marcus will lead Joseph to his uncle's house. And so they're on a journey, running around the town, looking for this dog. And they pull up to this bakery where Marcus's father is. And they sneak around and they reach a building that has fluorescent lights. And they're going to explore it, I guess. So let's find out. This is leaving off of the last page. Delivery trucks pulled in and out of the market, and inside were a hundred different stalls with names like Gibbs and Parrowed Fruits, Great British Mushrooms, and David Kira Banana Merchants. Old crates filled with fruits and vegetables were piled everywhere, and the place teemed with people even at this hour. The boy pointed to a four-sided clock suspended from the ceiling in the century of the market. It read 11.36. If we had been here 20 minutes earlier, said the boy, your watch would have been correct. A dizzying cascade of smells mingled in the cold air. People gathered for warmth around a cast iron stove where someone was making tea. The little drummer boy played on the radio. Christmas decorations still hung on the walls and a few strings of colored fairy lights blinked on and off like a secret code. Joseph and the boy ran up and down the aisles, searching for the dog until they bumped into a man piling silvery fish onto ice. He wore a thick checked wool coat with a white apron tied over it, a long scarf and a leather top hat. Frankie, said the man, sounding surprised. What are you doing here so late at night? He spoke with a French accent and there was a gap between his front teeth. It's not the dog again, is it? Joseph noted the boy's name. Have you seen him? Asked Frankie, trying to catch his breath. Does your mother know you're out here? You must not worry her so much. It's okay, she's asleep. Sneaking around will only lead to trouble. Just then, there was a movement at the end of the long aisle on the other side of the market. Someone shouted, Get out of here, you runt! They heard barking, and Joseph saw a dirty white ball of fur with some with something in its mouth dash out from beneath a table. Well, I think you have found your dog, the man in the top hat said with a curious smile. Joseph and Frankie chased the dog into the streets again. After a few minutes, Joseph bent over to catch his breath, and he dropped his suitcase. It sprung open, and as he looked down at his clothes and books in the snow, his glasses slid off his nose. Hello, Joseph yelled. He found his glasses, dried them off, and put them back on. Frankie, there was no answer. You promised you'd help me. Joseph returned everything to his suitcase, pausing when he came to the bright red book Blink had left behind. He carefully dried it off as much as possible and gently ran his hand along the cover. In gold letters, it read, the collected poems of William Butler Yeats. Joseph set it safely inside the suitcase. Frankie was gone and Joseph 
Joseph's toes were numb. He needed to find somewhere warm soon. He looked for an open doorway or a place he could escape from the snow for a little while. Finally, the howling wind took pity and it spoke from far away. Follow the ship! It sounded like the beginning of a pirate adventure he and Blink would have loved. And then it came again. Follow the ship! Joseph realized it was Frankie's voice calling him to from the other street. What are you talking about? Joseph yelled into the night. Where are you? But there was no answer. What ship? Joseph trembled. Answer me. There was no ocean, no dock, nothing nearby at all. Just trees and parked cars and darkness and snow. Frankie's voice cut through the cold night air once more. Follow the ship. Joseph looked up into the sky, although he wasn't sure why. Maybe he was looking for the moon or a star or a chimney with plums of smoke to guide himself. Okay, so I'm realizing that Marcus is the dog and Frankie is the boy. So I take back what I said. The dog's name is... Well, the dog has multiple names because Frankie has yet to decide what to name the dog. But so it's Frankie, the boy that um, Joseph has met. And Marcus is the dog. Okay, um, so back to where I was. Joseph looked up into the sky, although he wasn't sure why. Maybe he was looking for the moon or a star or a chimney with plums of smoke to get himself by. Okay. He thought he saw something far away glint in the dark. He cleaned off his glasses to get a better look and found himself walking toward a mysterious glow. And there it was, appearing through the snow. High in the air was a golden sailing ship, like a dream a lost sailor might have. Joseph thought of the little match girl, a story he'd read in school last year about a girl who ended up dead in the snow after freezing, after a freezing night filled with beautiful visions. Joseph hoped he wasn't imagining the golden ship, and he prayed his own story wouldn't turn out like the little match's girl. Not knowing what else to do, Joseph ran towards the ship. As he drew nearer, he saw it was a massive golden weather vane signaling to him. A sign that read Fulgate Street was just visible beneath a thin sheen of snow in the corner, and soon he was standing in front of an old brick building in the middle of the dark, narrow road. I don't know how he is acting calm in such scary situation. I know if I was in that situation, like in a real-world example, I would be so scared, and I would not know what to do, and I know I would be crying and not trusting anything so for him to do that as I was as I said in the in the introduction Joseph is a very ambitious and adventurous boy because I know I would never be able to handle this um a sign that read Fulgate Street was just visible beneath a thin sheen of snow on the corner and soon he was standing in front of an old brick building in the middle of the dark narrow road that's where I left off let me keep reading there was a large metal gas lamp hanging above the entrance illuminating a brass knocker shaped like the head of a dog with a ring in his mouth pine garlands with red velvet ribbons were hung around the door frame the house provided the only light on all of Folgate street the number 18 was nailed to the sentry of the door wow so he was wow okay so um yes um, Frankie 
with saying follow the ship, um, Joseph got the clue and saw the weather vane that signaled to him the Fulgate Street and he reached he reached his uncle's house. The number eighteen was nailed to the center of the door, which that's um Joseph's uncle's house number, number eighteen, Fulgate Street. Wow, okay, so that is the end of chapter one and just to sum it up, summary um summarize this episode they reached the store or the building and there it's i'm guessing a meat market and it is they it is 11:36 and they meet a man who um Frankie is acquaintances with and they're talking with him when all of a sudden they hear the dog and they go chase the dog into the street and then I guess Frankie leaves him and Joseph is there stranded and he's angry and he screams to Frankie that he pro- he thought he'd promised that he would help him and so he's walking like away from the stores and then I don't know where he hears follow the ship and he recognizes that it's um Frankie's voice and so um he just keeps hearing follow the ship follow the ship and eventually he sees a golden sailing ship and it reminds him um it reminds Joseph of the little match girl a story he had read and the on top of the ship that the golden ship that he saw was a weather vane and it signaled to him Fulgate Street, right under the weather vane. Um, and that's when he um, follows the a sign there at Fulgate Street. And he ends up in front of an old brick building in the middle of the dark narrow road. And then he realizes that it is um, the number 18 was nailed on the door, which is the number of joseph's uncle's house so he has arrived to his house and frankie the whole time was leading him there and that basically summarizes the last few pages of um chapter one so my predictions on to what will come next will be that joseph will be welcomed into his uncle's uncle's house and his uncle will be very surprised to see that his nephew that he probably has no idea who he is or has no idea that he has a nephew because if joseph didn't know about his uncle then i'm pretty sure his uncle doesn't know about him um he'll be surprised and he'll be wondering where his parents are and yeah just a lot more adventures to come soon and yes this is my podcast reading chapter one of the marvels by brian selznick thank you bye